revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. If this is your first time here, I am Alicia Perkins and I am a career development coach and I empower leaders in corporate to increase their impact, income, and influence. So welcome back, guys. This week, we're going to be talking about (laughs) self-promotion. I know this is not something that you may hear a lot about, but it's definitely something that you need to be doing if you haven't been doing it already. And so when we're talking about self-promotion, we're talking about you being able to just highlight your accomplishments and highlight your skills, right? And I think that's very, very important because you can't just sit around and wait for somebody to see that you are doing a great job. You know, that will never serve you. You'll never see yourself getting to where it is that you want to be. And a lot of people don't move as fast in their careers as they want to. It's because they do not speak up and they do not let the other side know the impact that is being made. So when you get serious about being sure that your impact matches your income, yes, that was a word, (laughs) you will make sure that you have no... I guess, no fear in showcasing your value because that that is all what self-promotion is, is you being able to showcase and, um, and make known the value that you bring to your job. And so people lean more on the side of putting that particular chore in the hands of their boss. Now, I do believe that your employer should bring some acknowledgement and should bring some reward to the successes that you bring forth. Unfortunately, that does not happen a lot, but I do think that they should, you know, that there is some responsibility on their side. But on the other hand, it's your job that if that is not being done to make sure that it is being done, you know, because we could just sit back and assume that they should know that, that they should see, but a lot of times they don't, you know, and they may see something, they may see results, they may see successes to a certain degree, but they may not know to the full extent how great you really are at what you do, right? Because for example, my sister has this amazing pound cake that she makes. It's like homemade scratch. Like she's definitely the one in our family that is a a baker, right? And that's not me because I literally cannot bake y'all like I will mess up box brownies okay but (laughs) that's another episode but she makes this cake right and it's so good but when you look at this cake guys it looks very plain like it is it's just it like there's nothing special to it but it looks very very plain and you know from the outside you would think oh this cake looks very simple to make, right? Even though it tastes amazing looking from the outside, this cake looks like, I I could probably do this myself, right? 
But once you watch my sister make this cake and you see the amount of effort that she puts into it, how certain, see, I told y'all I don't bake. I don't even know what it's called. Certain stuff has to like sit out. Oh yeah, she uses butter, but not just any kind of butter. She has to use salted butter. And then that has to sit out for a whole, for a whole day because it's a lot that goes into it. But she is so many details that goes in this cake so it can taste just right. And that's how I feel like it is in your job. You know, they may see a result that looks amazing, but they don't know that the expertise is not in the result. The expertise is what it took to get that result. And that is what you need to be being paid for is the amount of effort that it takes to bring forth that result and the result itself. But sometimes, you know, your boss could see that you're doing a great job, but he does not see what goes into that, right? The, the, the hours of thought, the hours of planning, the time that it took for you to even sit down and see how, the, how that particular task would work, the skills you probably had to learn to even bring forth those results. A lot of times they don't even know, right? And so it's up to you to get comfortable and start sharing that, right? And so I don't want you guys to think that when we're talking about self-promotion, we're just simply wanting to talk about you just being boastful. No, I'm talking about you being sure that they know the impact that you bring. And I'm not really sure at what point did it become a bad thing to let somebody know how great of a job you've done. You know, and I know that women, especially black women, especially minorities tend to really struggle with this. And I don't know if it's because we've been taught to just be quiet, do your job, don't bring any unnecessary focus on you. It's just a lot, right? I think I think it's definitely a lot that people need to be healed from. And I'll say this, you know, I know I have in my audience, I have black people, white people, Hispanic people, things of that sort. But I can honestly say with my clients that are black, especially women, but I work with all races, but I tend to notice that with my black clients, they struggle the most with being able to accept the accomplishments that they have, right? They they struggle the most with being able to see, man, I really am doing a great job, you know? And so I wanted to make this episode because I want to show you like self-promotion is a necessity for you advancing in your career, especially if you want to advance in your career fast, because I'll say this, they have people that do advance, but they are advancing way slower than what they should be, right? And so the more comfortable you get with speaking up about your accomplishments and results, the faster you will see success, the faster, you know, you'll find yourself seeing more pay. But I want you guys to stop hiding behind that. Oh, if I just keep doing a great job, they will see. Now, the only way that you will even be able to showcase the work that you do is that you're going to have to be able to keep track of it. People don't even, people don't even know, they don't even know (laughs) the impact that they bring, right? And for one, it's because you don't sit down to think about it. And two, you don't give yourself enough credit, right, for the amount of effort and the amount of expertise that it takes to actually go into bringing forth that result, you know, and that's something that a lot of people I think tend to struggle with because, you know, it's, and it's a thing, especially if you're like really good at what you do, 
I find this a lot in like high achievers that are like really good at what it is that they do. They don't even give themselves the credit that they should of the amount of work that goes into what they do. And that's why I tell people, you know, you got to be able to track these accomplishments. You have to be able to track these results because if not, you will be so underpaid. If not, you won't get the recognition that you should because it comes so easy. And so I have, if you guys look down below in the show notes, I have a resource for you. It's what I call my brag book that helps you to keep track of the stuff that you do at work. So it helps you to keep track of your tasks. It helps you to keep track of all of your projects. It helps you to keep track of the amazing things that you do at work. Because for one, people struggle with the whole resume thing. They're like, I don't know what to put on my resume. And the reason why you struggle with your resume is because you don't know the value that you bring, right? You get so caught up in your day-to-day task and you're not remembering. Wait a minute, right? What comes easy to me is a struggle for for other people. And so in this particular resource below, not only are you able to keep track of your accomplishments in your tasks, in your, any kind of like projects that you do at work, you can also keep track of any like feedback, you know, that you receive at work. Sometimes people receive feedback at work. They don't have have to remember the feedback and all this other stuff. And there, there is a quite a few, just other things that you're able to track as well. So guys, you can go below in the show notes and find that. So I really want to get back to like, what does it look like to actually self promote yourself? Um, again, this is not about you just boasting, but it's like a form of like self advocacy. It's just about you learning to really be able to share what it is that you do, share your needs, your wants, and just your goals. You guys know, you know, tons of layoffs have been you know, just they're there. They are all over the place. And, and I'll say this too, no doubt have we seen a lot of people being laid off. Right. But I do want you to not operate in fear. So guys, in order to even think about being able to like promote yourself, you're going to have to, first of all, you need to be confident. That's key, right? Because it's not something that you can fake (laughs) and you want to be sure that when you are being able to express the value that you bring, that you can do it in a very effective and a very genuine way. Now, when we're talking about you being able to express your value, I'm not talking about you standing on a desk and screaming out everything that you do. I'm talking about being able to take the initiative also, because I, you know what, the more I work with clients, guys, I'm seeing that people do not have one-to-ones anymore with their managers. I'm I'm shook. Like I really thought this was a thing, but I guess it's not, right? And so if you are one that your employer does not do them, I believe that you need to schedule your own, right? This all this this all goes back to you being able to take control. And so if they do not schedule one with you, I do think that you need to start getting into the habit of you need to get into the habit of scheduling them yourself. Now, how often that really depends on you and it really depends on how aggressive you want to be in your growth, right? And that really depends on those goals that you already have outlined and how fast that you really want to like reach them. And so so if you know that you want to get into some kind of like lead role or or whatever kind of role, you like, you know, look, I want to be in this role within the next, you know, year. 
you need to have talks with them at least every 90 days, right? Because I'm pretty sure within those 90 days, there is some value that is bringing brought forth. And also you want to be able to go ahead and find out what are, what are those skill gaps now, right? People, ah, just so much I can say about this. And I don't speak this out of frustration. I speak it out of, well, I guess it's a level of frustration, but it's not, it's not a frustration at what is being done. It's more of a frustration of people don't know, right? That they can be where they want to be so much faster, right? I tell people, you and me say it all the time, right? Stay ready so, so you don't have to get ready. So if you know that you want to be in a role within the next year, why are you not finding out what you need to do now and already become the person that you need to be instead of waiting until that year mark comes and now you are wanting to find out what do you need to do? No, go ahead and find out now and start to have talks with them now and see, hey, this is where I want to be within the next year. I want to know if you see any gaps that need to be filled. If so, what are those gaps? And just being very direct helps to say, hey, I would like to eventually land this role. Seeing where I am now, do you see any weaknesses that could stop me from getting this role? Right, just being straight up, straight up with them. And I think that people... They want to always look good. And when I say look good, meaning that people people don't like to hear bad things about themselves. When I say bad, I'm talking about weaknesses. I'm talking about areas that they, they should be trying to improve in. And people don't like hearing that. And that can literally hurt you in every area of your life. And you have to get comfortable with being able to receive feedback regardless of how it makes you feel. Because I'm going to be honest, feedback doesn't always feel good, especially when the feedback is at something that you thought that you were doing good. I mean, feelings be hurt. <laughs> especially when you're doing something with like your whole heart. And it's like almost this emotion of like self-pity comes like, I can never do anything right. No, friends, stop being dramatic, right? And just hear what is being said, right? And so I think you being able to get feedback about those areas of growth, I think that is going to help you, right? Because you can't be one that you just want to be able to just showcase your value and your successes and not want to hear feedback about things that you could be doing better because that is what makes this whole, you know, showcasing your 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 words boastful. It becomes boastful when you only want to hear good things about yourself. And I want to share some tips with you guys on what this looks like, because there is a wrong way that you could be doing this. <laughs> you know, it's not about you saying, hey, look at me, but it's more about you having the tone of, hey, I just want to know. It's about you being able to have the tone of, hey, this is how I am contributing to the overall success. And so, you know, for one, it doesn't need to be just about you when you are showcasing your value. And yes, that is a strategy. And so it's things as simple as saying, hey, I've done X, Y, and Z. I did X, Y, and Z. Hey, did that work for the team? Or are you guys able to see any room of improvement? So it's kind of like you are kind of saying, hey, boo, hey, friend, I did this. This was great. But... <laughs> 
you're leaving an open space as to where they can now come in and add feedback. So you definitely want to be a little strategic in how the information is shared so it does not come off in a boastful way. Because if you just make everything about you, then people will get tired of hearing just about you. Because the reality of it is, you know, depending on what it is that you do, you have other people that may have also been involved in that success. So when we're talking about you being able to highlight your value, that's what it is, highlighting the value that you brought forth, but also you want to acknowledge the people on your team as well. I think it's really important to make sure that you are saying this at the right time too, right? You don't want to ever showcase the value that you bring in a very defensive way. So there could be something that is being addressed, right? And it's like you almost want to use your value as a way to like buffer things. And I just don't think that that's a very mature way (laughs) to have like difficult conversations. I think the best time to do it, of course, is in those one-to-ones. And I think the best way to do it is when you can like throw the value out there, but also always be open to being able to receive feedback. And so I hope this podcast was able to really give you guys a little bit of boost to make sure that you have no problem being able to let the people you work with know the value that you bring forth. Again, if you look down below in the show notes, there is a great resource below called the Brag Book. It is going to help you tremendously anytime that you have to maybe change jobs, anytime you have to write your resume, it's going to be so much smoother now. And so until next time, I will talk with you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.